Good morning and welcome to worship on this Easter Sunday. Welcome to those who are joining us on our OSL radio broadcast this morning, sponsored by Nathan and Pastor Sarah Miller and their family in praise to God and in loving memory of Pastor Kurt Miller. Welcome to those who are joining us on our OSL YouTube channel, on our OSL podcast station as well. Today for worship, we welcome many uh, guest musicians. We welcome um, a quartet, a brass quartet, and that music today for that quartet has been arranged by Merle Audi. We welcome our OSL Youth Choir Ensemble, and we welcome our OSL Bell Choir, all sharing special music on this Easter Sunday. I remind you that a bulletin for this service is available on our website at oslme.com. You can find that on our worship page. And I invite you now in preparation for worship to light a candle, to gather some bread or wine and juice, to celebrate Holy Communion as a part of our Easter worship this day. And on this Easter morn, we proclaim the good news that Christ is risen, that God brings life out of death. We now hear this good news proclaimed by one another. Christ is risen, alleluia. Christ is risen. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. 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 Christ is risen. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Christ, Christ is risen. Hallelujah. Christ, Christ is risen. Hallelujah. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. 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 Christ is risen. Hallelujah. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is, he is risen, risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Christ is risen. Alleluia. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. 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 We join in singing our gathering hymn. Jesus Christ is risen today, hymn number 365.
The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. God of mercy, we no longer look for Jesus among the dead, for he is alive and has become the Lord of life. Increase in our minds and hearts the risen life we share with Christ and help us to grow as your people toward the fullness of eternal life with you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. At this time, we join Pastor Sarah and Denise Vick for a children's message. Hi, Denise. You look happy. I am. I just love all the signs of spring and all the new growth. Just look at how this is budding out and all our daffodils are sprouting. You know, that reminds me of something Martin Luther once said about springtime. He said, the resurrection is not written in books alone, but on every leaf of spring. Ooh, what is this? Denise, what are you doing? There's an Easter egg here. You know what? I think there's one here too. Oh my goodness, here's another one. I tell you what, let's put them in here and we can take them inside. Yeah, I'll wash them up before I put them away. Sounds good. on Saturday. Do you suppose there's something in it? Well, there's only one way to find out. Open it. Hmm. hmm. Ha. Denise, look, it's a banner that says, Alleluia. I think I know what my letters spell. Look. Ah. Alleluia. That Alleluia means praise the Lord. What a perfect word for Easter as we celebrate Jesus raising from the dead. Alleluia, He is risen. And what a perfect word to use anytime that we see God bringing out new life, like on those leaves of springtime that Martin Luther mentioned and that you saw on your walk over here. Alleluia, praise the Lord, all the earth. Yeah, all throughout the Easter season, we're celebrating Jesus' resurrection. And, you know, and all the ways that God brings forth new life. You know, the resurrection is really hard to put into words. Sometimes the only word to use is 
Alleluia. You know, I think we're going to be using that word Alleluia a lot this season. Happy Easter, everyone. Alleluia. Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James and Salome, brought spices so that they might go and anoint Jesus. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. They had been saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance to the tomb? When they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled back. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. But he said to them, do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. So they went out and fled from the tomb, for terror and amazement had seized them, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Beloved of God, grace and peace to you in the name of our risen Lord Jesus, the Christ. Amen and Alleluia. Happy Easter to family and friends and neighbors and to you all, wherever you are gathered this day, near and far. Happy Easter. There's a detail in Mark's story of the resurrection that I don't think I've ever noticed or paid attention to before. In this story that is so clearly about Jesus, Jesus himself does not even show up, which is different than Matthew's telling in which the risen Christ meets the women as they run from the tomb to find the rest of the disciples and different too than the beautiful encounter in the gospel according to John, where the risen Christ appears to Mary Magdalene, although she doesn't recognize him at first. When Jesus calls her by name, it is in that moment that recognition washes over her and that she sees and knows who Jesus is. Jesus doesn't show up in Luke's account either, or at least 
not on the morning of the resurrection. Instead, Luke shares with us a story of a couple of disciples on the road to Emmaus on the evening of the resurrection. As they walk, a man, Jesus, joins them, although again, the disciples do not recognize him. As the day ends, the disciples prevail upon their fellow traveler to turn aside and stay with them for the evening. As they break bread together, the disciples recognize Jesus. But Mark's telling of the story gives us no such encounter with the risen Christ. For a book that begins this way, the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, this is a somewhat unsatisfying ending. The good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, in the end, leaves Jesus out of the scene and the women terrified and amazed and the disciples still in the dark. In fact, it's really no ending at all. Mark finishes his story mid-sentence. Most English translations smooth this out. The translation I read just moments ago read this way, and they, that is the women, said nothing to anyone for they were afraid. But the Greek has it this way, and they said nothing to anyone. They were afraid for, Mark just leaves us hanging with an incomplete sentence. We would not be the first to find this ending unsatisfying. Already in ancient times, an editor added additional verses with stories about Jesus's post-resurrection appearances. And yet, there is something about Mark's telling of the story that strikes me as true to life. Earth-shattering events, regardless of whether we would call those events bad news or good news, often leave us feeling somewhat terrified and amazed and at a loss for words. It takes time for what has happened to sink in, for us to believe what we are seeing and hearing, and even longer for us to make sense or to find meaning in it. We have been living through such a time. Even now, more than a year in, we are only beginning to find language to describe what we have experienced. And we are still trying to understand just exactly how the world and our lives have been changed. And so I can understand how the shock of the empty tomb on that first Easter morning must have knocked the women back on their heels and why at first they remained silent as they took it all in. Having lived among us though, Jesus seems to have understood just how hard it was going to be on that Easter morning, how hard it was going to continue to be for his disciples, for his followers even centuries later to make sense of the resurrection because every bit of our world suggests that death is final and that the grave is our end. No matter how much Jesus had prepared them for his death and resurrection, the reality is still more than they, than we can take in, at least at first. 
Of course, at some point in time, the women did begin to speak, did begin to tell others what they had witnessed. They must have done, because you and I and Christians throughout the world are waking up on this morning to shouts of Alleluia and the news that Christ is risen. And because if they hadn't, Mark himself could never have told, could not have written the story that he did. The resurrection is about more than an empty tomb. It is about new life, about living fully, both in this world and in the world to come. And maybe this is why Jesus does not meet us at the tomb this morning, so that we do not get stuck thinking about or waiting only for the resurrection life in the world that is to come. But instead, Jesus leaves word for the women and for his disciples and for us to meet him in Galilee so that we can experience the power of the resurrection now, even in this lifetime. To make sense of the resurrection, to make sense of the empty tomb, and to make sense of what that means for us and for our lives, we will need to consider Jesus's life and ministry in light of what we know in light of what we have seen and experienced on this Easter morning. But to do this, we are going to need Jesus's help. And this is exactly what he promises to give us. Meet me in Galilee. I'm going on ahead of you. To wrap our heads and hearts around the resurrection, we'll need to meet Jesus in Galilee, at places like the Jordan River, where as he was coming up out of the water, he was called beloved. And at Peter's mother-in-law's house, where Jesus cures her fever and lifts her up out of bed. And in places like the lakeshore, where a large and hungry crowd were fed with bread and fish. We'll need to spend time with Jesus as he encounters and heals lepers and those possessed by demons. You see, in all of those places where we have been and spent time with Jesus, what we discover is that God in Christ is, has been, and will continually draw forth new life from dead or dying situations. Easter is not simply a celebration or a remembrance of an event that took place nearly 2,000 years ago and is now done and over. The resurrection did take place in time, in history, but its effects continue to be felt today. The divine power that raised Jesus from the dead is the life-giving, life-generating, life-creating resurrection power of God that is active and that shapes our world and our lives right now. The resurrection awaits you at the end of your life but it also is working in you now, bringing you new life as you experience healing and forgiveness and reconciliation. It is grace upon grace, mercy overflowing, love lavished on you and the world, life that is unending in the presence of the Holy One. 
And as you share and bring the gifts of healing and forgiveness and reconciliation in the name of the risen Christ, the power of the resurrection flows out and is experienced by others. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This is how Mark starts his gospel. Here at what seems like the end of the story, Jesus returns us to where it all began. Mark's gospel, Mark's account of the good news doesn't come to an end because the good news does not come to an end. The story is ongoing. Jesus is but the first fruits of those who have died. As we return to the beginning and as the story unfolds anew, the risen Christ shows us what a resurrection life, what an Easter life looks like. And now, beloved, you who have been joined in the waters of baptism to the death and to the resurrection life of the risen Christ, now it is your turn to enter this story, to go and meet Jesus. He has gone ahead of you and will meet you in hospitals and clinics, in prisons, at homeless shelters and food pantries, in the public square and in your private homes to bring the resurrection to bear on a world that is still in need of the good news. As you go forth into the rest of this day that the Lord has made, rejoice and be glad and embrace the resurrection life telling the story and witnessing in word and deed to the resurrection power of God that brings life from death. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Thanks be to God. Amen. We join together in singing our hymn for this day, Christ has arisen, Alleluia, hymn number 364. We will sing together verses 1, 4, and 5. Forgiving, no. 
alive in the risen Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, we bring our prayers before God, who promises to hear us and to answer in steadfast love. After each petition we sing, The Lord is my song, hymn number 751. Almighty God, praise to you for your power revealed in the resurrection. Fill your church, O God, with the power of your love, which is stronger than death, and send us in bold hope to tell that good news wherever death holds sway. Creating God, praise to you for your life at work in the resurrection. Fill all of your creation with your abundant life. Bring forth life that blossoms and flourishes. Bring forth life that provides good nourishment in enough abundance for all. Help us to better see in your creation the constant reminders of your persistent grace and cultivate in us care, honor, and respect for all that you have made. We pray to the Lord. in the resurrection. Fill the nations with your peace. Draw together people of diverse languages and cultures and inspire respect for the other and a desire to learn from one another. Help us discover new possibilities for collaboration and inspire new beginnings where there have been divisions or old grievances. Healing God, praise to you for the hope of the resurrection. Fill all in need with your hope, those who are afraid or confused, those who are sick or suffering, those who are dying, and all who grieve. Assure them of your promises. We pray especially this day for Holly Long, Tim Lutz, Carol May, Deb Johnson, and Susie Geralimo. We pray to the Lord. The the joy of your resurrection. Fill our OSL community with joy this Easter morn as we give thanks that you call us beloved in the gift and sacrament of baptism. 
multiply our joy so that we might share it in our homes, in our work, in our greater community. Living God, praise to you for your faithfulness revealed in the resurrection. Fill us with trust that we might join with all who have gone before us in proclaiming that indeed your mercy endures forever, your grace abounds, that we are forgiven, that Christ is risen. In the hope of new life in Christ, we raise our prayers to you, trusting in your never-ending goodness and mercy. We pray to the Lord. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. I invite you to share a greeting of peace with any you may be gathered with for worship this morning as we send you our love and our wishes and our peace to you and to one another. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. We share our appreciation and thanks for your continued generosity, for all the ways that you support the work of helping those in need in our greater community and here in the ongoing ministry of our Savior's Lutheran Church. Your support is vital as we continue to follow in the ways and work of Jesus. We welcome your offerings to OSL and to our shared ministry. You're invited to send in your offering to our church office or use our online giving option on our website at oslme.com. If you have not already done so, I invite you now to gather some bread and wine or juice for our celebration of Holy Communion this morning. As we sing now together our offertory, let us talents and tongues employ hymn number 674. Let us pray. God of love, you call us beloved children and welcome us to your table. Receive our lives and the gifts we offer. Abide with us and send us in service to a suffering world for the sake of your beloved child, Jesus Christ. Amen. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, take and eat. 
This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, or give us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Here in this meal, our risen Lord meets us in love with the gifts of new and abundant life. As you share communion with one another, receive these gifts. This is the body of Christ given for you. This is the blood of Christ shed for you. As you share these gifts at home or as you receive them yourself, we hear a special gift of music from our OSL Youth Choir Ensemble. They will be singing for us, Our Lord is Risen.
the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you and keep you in his grace. Amen. Let us pray. Well, spring of joy, through this meal you have put gladness in our hearts. Satisfy the hunger still around us and send us as joyful witnesses that your love may bring joy to the hearts of all people. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. As you go forth into this Easter day, go forth with this blessing. May our gracious God grant you a spirit of wisdom to know and to love the risen Lord Jesus, the God of life, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Before we sing our sending hymn this morning, I want to share a big word of thanks to our wonderful brass quartet and to Michaela Gifford on organ. Thank you for this fabulous music this morning on this Easter. And I wish you all a blessed Easter indeed. We sing now together our sending hymn, Thine is the Glory, hymn number 376.
Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ, Christ is, is risen indeed. indeed. Alleluia. Go in peace, share the good news. Alleluia. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. Alleluia. Alleluia.